everyone. Welcome to the Pittsburgh Pirates podcast. It is Monday. It is a Black Monday. So sad that Michael Chavis was waived on this Monday and DFA'd. And we'll no longer get to see him or Greg Allen. And it's just funny the way that all um, unwinded, you know. Before we get to that, Three Rivers Apparel. The number three and then Rivers Apparel spelled out. You can find them on Twitter. You can find them on the internet. You can find them probably on Facebook. But the big story with them is they have good quality shirts whether it's Pirates, Steelers, Penguins, whether it's just Pittsburgh shit. They have um, sweatshirts in the winter, crew neck sweatshirts, hooded sweatshirts. They got all kinds of stuff. And the best thing is that their clothes hold up really well. Uh, My wife tells me when they come out of the dryer, they still have their shape. They still have the same look, you know, just better quality shirts than you would normally get. So Three Rivers Apparel, check them out on Twitter. DM them if you have any ideas for a fun t-shirt. Oh, there you go. I just had to check and make sure my pause was working because I've had some trouble with my app where it won't stop recording. The stop button just won't work and it just goes on and on and on and on. And then I just have to delete the episode. So I kind of wanted to make sure that that was not working um, or that was working uh, on my app. But it's just funny that so many things about the Chavis thing are funny because I was actually just thinking about the hodgepodge today. How so many guys have come and gone, you know? And, like, who can even remember Kai Tom? Because that was, like, 30 guys ago, you know? Um, But so many guys like Kai Tom or Josh Van Meter or lots of guys that you won't even remember, like Jose Godoy. I mean, it's just been such an amazing hodgepodge over the last several years of Ben Sherrington. And it's going to continue because we know the guy has no plan. We know we're never getting out of last place. We know we're never signing anybody like an actual player, you know. We're just going to keep picking up reg- rejects and retreads and, you know, rookies that make $700,000 but only bat two seventy in the minor leagues, <laughs> like Swaggerty. I mean, we're just going to keep bringing these guys up, man, like um, like Bly Guy, you know, nice guy. You know, can't hit, not really a major league player, but nice kid, you know. We're going to keep bringing in guys like Tyler Beatty and, Cam Aldred and all these other cams, you know, there's like a few cams. They're all relief pitchers. And we don't remember any of them because none of them stay here long enough to really remember, you know. But the Chavis thing is just kind of funny because if you think back when we got Michael Chavis, people were excited like, oh, BC, man, BC drafted Chavis, you know, BC loves Chavis. It's his guy. You know, he knows how to tweak him. You know, so they put him in the minor leagues all last year. And at one point, you know, his batting average actually started coming up in AAA. And I did some podcasts over the offseason about Michael Chavis, you know, how he's a possibility at first base and second base. And, you know, this guy has a little bit of pop. Maybe he'll come around. It's easy to hype someone up before you see them, you know. And that's the thing with a lot of these Pirates rookies, you know. Everybody loves them until they actually come up and you see them play. You know, you see Cal Mitchell's arm or you see, um, you know, Suwinski strike out time after time after time. And what he's batting 145 in his last 125 at bats or something like that. You know, you see these things and it's not as fun, you know, as it was thinking about, hey, there might be a plan. Maybe some of these guys, when they come up here, 
will actually be decent. You know, guys like Cole Tucker, guys like Travis Swaggerty, you know, guys that I was even convinced in, like um, Nick Gonzalez. Um, God, even guys like um, Henry Davis, who you know that guy's going to be a bust. You know, he batted 200 in double A. He hit a little bit in college, but everybody hits a little bit in college. And then he just can't hit above double A, nor can he stay healthy, you know. So, and we don't even need a catcher. I mean, um, he's not the best catcher in the system. So, I don't know what we're going to do with Henry Davis. At some, We're going to have to bring him up at some point, but I don't think he's going to hit very much, you know. And he's probably going to be the new first baseman at some point because Chavis will be long gone. Jose Godoy, who our new first baseman is, he'll be long gone, you know. Miguel Andujar will be long gone, you know. People, you know, will be excited about him for five minutes because he came from the Yankees system and was once a prospect, as was Chavis, you know. But the Chavis thing is probably the funniest I've seen because, you know, they they hype you up for Chavis. They mic him up in spring training and he's like, hey, man, I'm Mike Chavis. I'm a cool guy. You know, I ride a motorcycle. I like to spit on myself. I got a lot of facial hair. I'm Michael Chavis. You know, I'm a bad dude, you know. So people were like, oh, yeah, you know, he's one of my favorite players, Michael Chavis. And then like, OK, he hit a little bit from time to time. I mean, he hit a few home runs this year. So you got to figure I mean, they're only going to win, what, 59 games this year. But you got to figure, at least in one of those home runs, maybe he gave the Pirates the lead, you know. Maybe he gave people a chance to like him, you know. People probably even inquired about getting a Michael Chavis jersey or something like that. But really, he was just another guy making the league minimum. And now he's gone, you know. So, I mean, that's just, that's what happened with Chavis. All this hype, you know. All of this Chavis this, Chavis that, he's playing first base, he's playing second base. You know, he's diving around trying to save bad throws by O'Neill Cruz, <laughs> you know. I mean, he's trying to hold the bag, you know, on bad throws um, by Rodolfo Castro at second base. Whatever, whatever he's doing, he's gone, you know. And whether he's back in AAA or whether we just never see him again or probably he'll get picked up by another team, Um you know, and he probably won't be very good there either, but maybe you won't misuse him. You know, maybe they'll just play him once or twice a week. But the funny thing is, it just keeps on going on and on and on and on and on. I mean, it's this guy and then it's that guy and then it's the other guy, but it's never anything, you know, and the team has just completely collapsed this year. They've won 32 out of their last 100 games, you know, and they're they're one and nine in their last 10, you know. So you know they're probably going to be worse next year, you know? And worse than 59 wins, like, I'm not sure what that adds up to, you know? I mean, you're going to get a couple pitchers coming up that might be pretty good, but you're also going to have other pitchers leaving and other pitchers that get hurt, you know? Um, They might trade Brubaker at the deadline. You know, people will um, be like, oh, yeah, we never liked him either, you know? Same thing that they did with all these other guys, you know, including Michael Chavis. As soon as they're gone, it's like, ah, you know, they they um, kind of do some sort of math in their head and just decide that they never liked this guy in the first place, <laughs> you know. But it's just guys coming and going over and over. And I mean, there's no way that I could keep up with this, you know. And that's the thing with Oviedo. Somebody DM'd me and said, hey, you know, Oviedo isn't just a guy who throws, um, 
you know, pitches that move a lot. He also does throw hard. He hit 98 on his last start. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I can't watch these games. You know, I watch some of the games, but I can't keep up with all these guys, you know? I knew Oviedo had some good movement on his pitches, and I knew he threw like 50 pitches in two innings his first couple times out, and then he finally got a good start. But, I mean, as far as really zeroing in on a guy like Oviedo, what's the point, you know? It's like zeroing in on Chavis, you know? He's going to be gone at some point, you know? Um, Just like I talk about uh, the lefty that we brought in last year, and he did okay, you know, for a little while. And then he was a starter for a while this year. And then he was a piggyback guy for a while this year. And now he's gone, you know? And sometimes I remember his name and sometimes I don't because does it really matter, you know, whether his name is Beatty or Banda or whatever? I mean, these guys, they just come and go. I mean, there's no reason to really get to know any of these people, you know? And you feel bad when you actually have a real talent in the system, you know, like a good young talent, you know? like a Roanzi Contreras, and they just mess with his head, you know? They take him out after four innings because, you know, he's going to get a win and it's going to make his his um, war higher and he's going to cost more, but they leave him in when he's doing bad, you know? I mean, you got to think that some of these things might mess with anybody's head, you know? I mean, this guy's not in his native country, you know? He doesn't know that the Pirates are idiots, you know? I mean, maybe he does. It's hard to say, you know? I mean, somebody's probably told him that, you know? I mean, maybe Cruz told him that, you know, that these guys have no idea what they're doing, you know. They'll bring you up, they'll send you down, they'll bench you. There's really no rhyme or reason to any of it. And I guess there doesn't really have to be any rhyme or reason to any of it because the Pirates just made a ton of money this year, you know. I mean, they got really lucky this year because the Mets were good, they came into town, right? The Yankees were good, they came into town. Um, The Phillies are good this year. They sold out that weekend, you know, so they got lucky with teams being good and coming into town, you know. I mean, the Cardinals are going to come into town and people might go just to see like the last time, um, you know, that batter is going to hit in PNC Park, you know, who just completely tears up pitching, by the way. Um, The whole time he was a Cardinal, he has just completely torn up pitching, you know. But now that he already hit his 700th home run. Like, I guess it's not as exciting that the Cardinals are coming to town. Uh, I don't know how many people are going to show up for that, but I digress, man. I mean, I guess the point here is that there's no real meaning other than guys like pool holes coming to town, you know? I mean, there's no real reason to, um, well, there's no reason to make the home team any better, you know, because you know that there's going to be some sort of just baseball fans, or on Sundays you have people bringing their kids to the kids zone, you know, or you have date night if it's drone night, you know, or fireworks night in the summer, but there's really no reason to, there's no incentive at all to make this team better, and they have no real incentive, you know, I mean, even Ben Sherrington, he's getting paid, you know, and even though, you know, he's doing this hodgepodge, He might get a job somewhere else in baseball after this just because people know that it was the Pirates and he really didn't. He could just blame it on the Pirates, you know, and they'll give him a mulligan. I mean, who the hell wins on the Pirates, you know? I think Neil Huntington has a job somewhere, you know, like some of these guys go somewhere 
to do something, you know, even if it's just being a scout or something like that, you know. But as far as actual players on the Pittsburgh Pirates, I mean, you had one actual hitter on the Pittsburgh Pirates this year who has been around a while. (coughs) And you know that Brian Reynolds has checked out, you know. Like if Brian Reynolds wouldn't have checked out, wouldn't he have, um, you know, been the guy in the clubhouse to really get in the faces of guys who are watching home runs or eating sunflower seeds or taking their cell phones onto the field? You know, I mean, you really need a guy like a veteran like that, but it's not worth it for him. I mean, he's not going to be with this team much longer, you know, and he knows after seeing this collapse that as much as he liked Pittsburgh, that it would probably be more fun going somewhere where there's a plan where they might actually win someday, you know. So, I mean, he's really the only guy now. And then after he leaves, I imagine that um, that Cruz will be the face of the franchise for a while. And they'll have like a picture of him sliding into third base or something like that, you know. And then after he leaves, maybe it'll be the guy that they drafted this year, you know. Or maybe the guy that they drafted next year, you know. It'll be Termar or somebody else. But, I mean, there's, it's always going to be a changing face of the franchise. I think they had hoped that it was going to be Key Brian Hayes, but... Between the injuries and the, and the poor hitting, you know, it really hasn't gone well for Key Brian Hayes. And even though they're not paying him much, you know, he's not producing much. So I would have to say the only position player we've really had this year for the whole year, a decent player, was Brian Reynolds, you know. And then we have a pitcher for the whole year who's pitched well. It would have been Bednar, right? He got hurt for most of the year, and he's still coming back. You know, he's still trying to get trying to get it back. I guess I would say for Bednar. And then who else do you have? Mitch Keller. You know, he started out really rough in April, but he's been good. You know, I can't say he's really done it for the whole year, but at least the guy's been around for a while. I mean, how much longer Mitch Keller is going to be around is really hard to say, because if they can't extend him, and he's running into. Um, arbitration next year you know he'll probably just be flipped for prospects you know and the same thing with Brubaker but it was just it was kind of funny you know and Greg Allen he came from um, the Yankees and I remember on Twitter when they got him and everybody was all excited like Pirates Twitter like the fanboys they were all excited because oh the Yankees fans are really upset to see Greg Allen go he must be good you hear that a lot you know (laughs) when when we pick up like some junk oh man people liked him he must be good and, you know, they rarely are. I mean, Greg Allen was a guy who blew out his hamstring in spring training. And he was gone for four months. I mean, if you're not like 80 years old, how do you have a hamstring keep you out of action for four months? You know, I have no idea. And then when he came back, his timing wasn't there. They really didn't give him any time in the minor leagues. He's not a regular player anyway. And boom, he's DFA'd today for Jose Godoy, you know, or Andahar or whoever they might bring up you know, or bring in, you know, like that first baseman they brought in and he played first base last night. I mean, that guy is never going to be a good baseball player, right? He was a first round pick. He was actually the 10th overall pick. And, you know, why do they think when, when the actual team that drafted them gives up and they put all that time into him that he's going to be good when he comes on the Pirates, you know? I mean, nobody is better when they come to the Pirates, and Zach Collins, and if they do, they get traded, you know? Like those two pitchers I mentioned, you know? 
Quintana and the guy who's on the Dodgers this year. But Zach Collins has 91 at-bats in the major leagues. He has hit four home runs. But even with the some, some power, maybe he hits like 20 home runs a year, he's got a 581 OPS because his batting average is only 165. And for his career, he's hit 11 home runs with a 188 average. And that's almost a full season. So he's more like a 15 home run a year guy, right? Zach Collins. I guess he's your first baseman now, you know? I mean, if he's still on the team anyway. I guess Zach Collins is going to be your regular first baseman. And maybe Jose Godoy will just step into first base once in a while, you know? Maybe he'll play some catcher once in a while. I mean, who knows? I mean, it's not like they have a plan. It's just some hodgepodge they're throwing out there, you know? We don't know. But I guess they figure Zach Collins is as good as um, Bly Madris at first base or whoever else it might be at first base. I mean, the point is that there's no real plan here to win. You know, it's just on and on and on, moves going in and out. You know, whether it's Kai Tom, whether it's um, Anthony Banda, (coughs) none of this really matters, you know. You're not going to remember any of these guys three years from now, you know. And it's a shame for for some of the players, you know, especially guys that are pretty good, like Quinn Priester and Michael Burrows. It's a shame that those guys... Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they'll be excited to make their major league debut. I can guarantee they're going to be excited because they're going to be playing against the Cardinals or the Cubs or something like that. But you're going to be playing for the Pirates, you know? And there's always going to be a little bit of a butt of a joke to that, you know? Like, yeah, you played major league baseball, but it was for the Pirates, you know? Did it really count? And they could just name all these other guys that played for the Pirates, you know? Like like um, Cole Tucker or whatnot, you know? So... It's just a shame, and I just get a kick out of the people on Twitter that there's still people that still believe that BC knows what he's doing and actually has a plan, and that this team is, and that there's this thing called like a rebuild, you know, and there's actually like some sort of timetable to it where they're actually going to try to win at some point, and it's just players coming and going, you know. I mean, the rejects and the retreads, they're always going to be coming and going, like tons of them every year, you know. Now, the rookies, they'll be coming at a pretty fast pace, but some of those might actually stay more than one year. Now, that wasn't the case with um, with Bly Guy. You know, he came and left probably over the course of two and a half, three months, you know. It's probably not going to be the case with um, the guy we traded for, um, Diego Castillo. He came and went, but he might not be back next year. He might be DFA'd before the season ends, <laughs> you know. So it's like, yeah. You know, he didn't really stay a whole year, Diego Castillo. Same thing with Hoy Park. You know, he was here and there a little bit. But so, I mean, like the draft picks, they don't really stay that much longer either. I mean, Sawinski, no, wait, Swaggerty, Swags. He was up here for nine at-bats, you know. And he'll be up here again, even though he's only batting 260 in the minor leagues. Because why not, you know? Like, he's a, he's about as good as um, Greg Allen, you know. Can hit, but, you know, runs around the outfield a little bit, you know. So, I mean, I still enjoy covering the youngsters, you know. And I still root for There's probably a handful of guys that I'm really rooting for right now. You know, like Burroughs, Priester. I really like um, Gorski, you know. Uh, Oh, obviously, um, Andy Rodriguez. But other than those four guys, 
I don't think there's anybody else that I'm actually thinking is going to be decent in the major leagues. And even those guys, I mean, let's face it, you know, I mean, at least when it when it comes to Matt Gorski, he's probably a long shot to be decent in the major leagues, you know. And some people are excited about this um, 21-year-old first baseman that we got from the Cardinals. Yeah, I guess, you know. He's got about as much of a chance as Gorski, I guess, you know. But the Cardinals dumped him, so, I mean, I really don't know how good that guy's going to be, you know. But in any case, you know, we have probably about 15 games left to this season, maybe less. Now that I think about it, Maybe it's like eight games. <laughs> I don't even know. But we're one and nine in our last 10. So we're probably not winning many more of them, you know? So I guess just enjoy the rest of the baseball. I mean, you do get a baseball game tonight, which is somewhat interesting, I suppose. And just keep, you just got to laugh, you know? Don't take this too seriously, you know? And don't think that they're ever going to win. Just enjoy following it, especially the Twitter stuff. And just get a laugh out of it. And then. You know, but I mean, don't ever think that the Pirates are going to win because it's very highly unlikely that that's ever going to happen. Peace out.